Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Now, here's a little secret with what I do at the Rod Peterson Show. I've made a career of it. I don't care whether you like me or you don't like me, but when you watch my show, I just want you to feel something. How about that? Whether you're happy or you're sad or you're angry or you're proud, I just want you to feel something. Because a lot of times you'll read a column or watch a show and say, eh. That's never been the hallmark of what I do. I want to make you think. I want to make you feel something. And it's worked. And if you don't agree with me, I'll be fine. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Yes, Absolutely. I'm more than okay with making you angry. I, I don't plan to do that here an hour or two, but uh, if it happens, it happens. We'll be fine. And for the first time today, how about this? We have Darren Moose DuPont joining us from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle, and he's all dressed uh, for winter. How you doing, Moose? You've <laughs> moved locations, I see. Uh, ha- have you been... I, I, know, I know you were in a meeting an hour once. You probably haven't been up to speed on what we've been talking about to, today. And that's okay. I'll bring you up to speed. But how are right. things up there in the Great White North? Things are cold, as you would expect, Rod. They're cold, but they're good. Things are good, I'll tell you that. Well, I was looking up uh, the temperature there in the Queen City today. Minus 26 with the wind chill. I'm going to say something. And I don't care if the weather people get mad at me. Because I was back for three weeks in February, and it's, this has been going on for too long. It needs to stop. The weather department just strings you along, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, it's going to warm up in two days. And then the two days come. It's going to warm up in two more days. So you wait two. No, it's going to warm up in two more days. Like, every day is cold. It's like, why do you stop stringing us along? It's like kicking the can down the road. Because it seems to me like yes. it's been cold every day, Moose. Now, you've been out. You've been gone to the Canada Winter Games. Uh, by the way, Ryan in Toronto writes in. He says, that was one fast hour one. Oh, was it ever? And here's the beautiful thing about having Moose on. Not till now. I can go back and do all the quick six show topics with you and get your opinion yeah. on those. And, and we'll be fine. But you ask, Serena Taylor came on here and dropped some um, strong opinions. Okay. And I'll ask yours in a second. One of which is there's some news in the Moose Jaw Warriors uh, player suspension debate that these kids have missed 10 games with the Moose Jaw Warriors. And we'll get to that in a second. Um, 11 NHL games tonight. The biggest, I think, is the Edmonton Oilers at the Boston Bruins. But there's, they're, they're all big for everybody, really, at this time of year. Everybody's got something on the line. And Randy Moeller was with us, and you know Moles from the Florida Panthers television crew, and they're in the mix. They're three points out of a playoff spot with, what did he say, 17 games left to go. And I told him that we were going to Gray Eagle Resort and Casino beginning Monday, and Jamie McCown's confirmed to come down, and Brent Munt of the Stampeders. He's like, you're leaving us? And I'm like, against my better judgment, yes. <laughs> Moles, yes. <laughs> and you can see how well they treated me down here, man. Why would you want to leave? It's like 31 degrees Celsius. And the, the Panthers, I just, I can't, even going back to last year, I can't believe how good that they've been to me. 
Um, but yeah, so 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 some big games. I probably piqued your interest with that Moose Jaw Warrior story. Have you heard the latest on it, Moose? I have. Yeah, I have, and I've okay. I've read the article. Well, hang on, let me read it. For those that don't haven't read it, this has come out today. Detail from CBC.ca. Details are still scarce surrounding what led to the indefinite suspension of four Moose Jaw Warriors hockey players last month, one of whom was an Edmonton Oilers draft pick. But the Edmonton Police Service has confirmed that it believes the incident was not criminal in nature. Scott Patterson, media relations advisor of EPS, says, quote, as such, we have no further comment, unquote. And the mentions that have come at us in Twitter is there the fans aren't settling for that. They want to know what happened. What are you hiding? It's really just their curiosity. And you know what curiosity did to the cat? It killed it. And Serena's opinion last hour was you don't have the right to know. If you find out, that's a privilege. But you don't have the right as John Q. Public or Susie Q. Public to get the details on this. You don't have the right to know. So think about something else. But what's your opinion on that? Yeah, I would agree. These are kids. Um, I would say, you know, if you were worried about this being another Hockey Canada-style incident, um, the police service telling us that it's not criminal in nature um, should ease the minds a little bit, and you should feel a little bit better about it. This could be a number of things, okay? And there's no need to go down the road. It could be as simple as players breaking curfew because it's code of conduct stuff. And they came down with a really hard punishment because you don't want to open that door to the Hockey Canada stuff, right? But again, it's just speculation. And all that's going to do is send you around in circles. It's not criminal. We know that. And let's move on. Yeah, well, it's with... I believe I know what happened after talking to members of the Warriors staff. And uh, it's not criminal. It was a... A rule was broken. I'm not going to say whose rule it was or obviously not going to say what the rule is, but a rule was broken and as such has led to this, so far, 10-game suspension. It's been indefinite. But we live in a different time now than in the past in society. So these guys are, are have to pay the piper, and it's just where we are now. So we'll see. I, somebody wrote me today and said, have you heard any word on these players being reinstated? And I have not heard any word on it. But I think it's a massive development that there will be no police involvement in this and there was no criminal involvement. So anyways, moving on, T. Will in Winnipeg writes in and he says the Calgary Flames are trying their hardest to miss the playoffs, but the Jets may insist <laughs> on them missing the playoffs. And no, no, you go ahead of us. That's, the Jets didn't really play that way last night. It had 46 saves, I believe. Or 46 shots on goal on uh, Marc-Andre Fleury. And the flower stole the game. So let's get on track. And I, I would be looking ahead at tonight's games. Normally we do in hour two. But you weren't with us in hour one. Um, you can't fault much of the Winnipeg Jets for their effort. Even Dean Evason said, our goalie won us the game. Minnesota's coach. Rick Bonus said, we didn't get the puck luck. If the Jets miss the playoffs, I'm not sure if puck luck can be used as an excuse. Um, they're in, a, they're in a funk right now. They're in a funk, and it's not a good one, and they have to find a way to get out of it, um, or it's going to be too late. Puck luck happens for a bounce here, a bounce there. Might affect a game or two 
it's not the reason that you're going to miss the playoffs if that's indeed what happens. Um, but you're right. It's a funk. It's concerning, no. really concerning. But the only way I believe that the Jets miss the playoffs is if the Flames turn this around and get into the playoffs. So um, you still have some cushion there if you're a Jets fan, but, man, you're running out of breathing room. Well, it's, it's kind of nice to be out of the cauldron here in South Florida with regards to where you're at, the NHL Bermuda Triangle, because it's, it's hard to kind of focus because you're hearing about it all the time. You're getting everybody's opinion. Down here, I yeah. can kind of just sit back, watch the games. I don't have to hear from anybody if I don't want to. By the way, Jeff the Stams fan writes in regarding that Warriors thing and says, kids will be kids, I suppose. I'm not even going to touch that other than reading his comment. Again, the latest news is there's no criminal involvement, period. You, know, you might be on to something there with what you say, but I'm not going to say it. But to the Calgary Flames thing, I mean, very learned hockey people, media people have said, I just can't see how the Flames are going to get in because who's going to drop out? Like Mike Richards said it on Monday. Jim Lang said it last week. With 17 games left to go, that's 34 points out there. And if loser points aside, which the Jets didn't get any points last night with their home loss to Minnesota, that can swing. That's 34 points. And the Flames are four back of Winnipeg and seven back of Edmonton. And the Flames are on a winning streak. Modest, I understand. Two in a row. But it doesn't take, it, it does not take long. See what I'm saying? It's kind of just, it's easy to sit back and just try and avoid everybody's opinion. <laughs> because yeah. God knows, what you say in PEI at the Canada Winter Games? That's all anybody was talking about was the NHL. And at that time, the trade deadline. Yeah, it was. It was all about the trade deadline and, and the moves. And, and that's all anybody does want to talk about, especially right now. But now they want to talk about and look ahead to, oh, my God, we're going to miss the playoffs. And then what? If you're the Jets. And then what are we going to do when, yeah. we, when we miss oh. the playoffs? You're in a playoff spot right now. Don't talk about the offseason after you've missed the playoffs and all of that. You're still in. And same thing with the Calgary Flames. Worry about that stuff once you miss or once you decide if you're in or not. Don't worry about the offseason now. Allie in Texarkana says uh, she's the Stars fan. It's going to come down to the last few weeks. Anything can happen. Uh, from T. Will, he says the Flames and Jets are trying to get into the playoffs like a couple of three-year-olds goes into the doctor's office for a needle. Oh, <laughs> like they don't want to go in. Yeah. Uh, I get it. it. Well, yes and no. I had a guy, I'm not going to say his name, but from the Gray Eagle, he... Funny how this all worked. We go to Calgary, we spend 21 weeks there, and all of a sudden, people there are fans. Amazing, eh? So one of the staff texted me, and he's like, I think Sutter's got to go. This was about a month ago. Well, imagine if they turned this thing around. I said, this, this whole situation's got more drama than the TV series Dynasty and Dallas combined, man. Uh, you got the Flames and the Jets thing and how that may end up. And then you got the Florida Panthers down here. They're on a roll. Mm -hmm. beating Vegas last night looked really good and they got the Winnipeg Jets in here on Saturday night Paul Maurice's former team the guy that everybody was snickering and scoffing at all year in Winnipeg which frankly I had a real problem with just because obviously Paul's a good guy it's 111 Eastern by the way I think I think because of that the Panthers are going to get into the playoff oh! 
visualizing a positive outcome. Beautiful. Uh, yeah, factor that all in. It is remarkably delicious. Um, remarkably delicious drama. I'm reading comments here. Craig Smith, our director of scouting, says, Rod, do you get to see the Jets at Panthers, or is that a travel day? Let me tell you a story about that. I won't get to see it. I'm flying out on Saturday and probably not going to go to Chicago. They're here Friday. But there's a guy, Darren, you, you, <laughs> I've been begging you to visit, and at some point you will. But there's Canadian hockey people. Say what you want. And that's not even a race thing. There's just people that you're like, that's a hockey person. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there's been a guy sitting in the press box for the last year and a half that just looks like a hockey guy. And the other night, he wasn't there. So I went up to the ushers uh, in the press box, and I said, guys, where's the guy that always sits here? They said, you mean Jack? I said, yeah, I guess Jack. Where's Jack? Oh, that's Jack Birch. He's a scout for the Jets. And I said, Smitty, you might remember him. And uh, they go, well, he's, who knows? He doesn't work for us. He's a scout for the Winnipeg Jets. I said, I thought he was on your crew because he comes to every game in a suit and tie. And he's got white hair. He looks like Ross Mahoney is what he looks like. He's okay, got yeah. glasses and a, and, a, and a goatee. And he just looks very classy. You know what I mean? And uh, say what you want about how I'm profiling hockey people. But I finally went up to him and, and I introduced myself to him the other night. And I said, Jack, Rod Peterson, I said, I'm a TV and a radio guy, originally from Saskatchewan, and I thought you worked on the crew here. And he started laughing, and we had a long talk. And he's from basically Hamilton, Waterloo area, and he was an assistant coach with the New York Rangers in the 80s. We got talking. He goes, I came down here with Mike Keenan. I was working with Mike Keenan when he coached the Panthers, and I just never left. And I live in Boca. Wow. And I'm like, well, maybe, maybe we should carpool. So that's how these uh, that's how these relationships begin, and they're a hell of a lot of fun. John in Edmonton uh, writes in, he says, Rod, how do you think Connor Bedard feels today, losing again my to my Edmonton Oil Kings? I think he doesn't care. It's just a game. That's from. I would think Connor did not wake up thinking about it. Uh, winners don't. And he also scored his 60th wish, uh, which uh, interestingly, the last Pat. To score 60 goals in fewer than 50 games is one Dale the Rat Dirkach, who's watching today because he's already sent me a message uh, on our coverage today. So way to go, Connor. Uh, John Ohm, Ohm writes in and says, uh, classy Winnipegger, Rod, Jack Birch. Well, I said he works for the Jets. I didn't say he's from Winnipeg, but I, I, get, your, I get your point, John. I'll allow it. And... Jeff, the Stamps fan, says there was a time where men wore suits and fedoras to hockey games. Well, they still usually wear suits. You've been with me at the Flames games. Uh, Ryan Leslie, yeah. my good friend, is like, why are you wearing a suit? I said, it's the National Hockey League. That's why. And I'll be honest with you. I go to these games in the press box. This is why Randy Mulder a year ago said to me, we can't have enough guys like you here. And I said, what do you mean guys like me? And he goes, Western Canadian hockey guys. We got to have, we can't have enough. And he didn't say it, but I will. There's guys there and gals in sweatpants and ball caps and T-shirts. And they're on their phone all game. And they're talking about Tua. And they're talking about 
FSU, and I'm like, supposed to be covering a damn hockey game. But that's just me. <laughs> you know, so, I don't know. We, we, yeah. we, we will go kicking and screaming out for what it is now. Anyways, we'll be back in a moment with more of whatever this is. Um, Colin in Ottawa, by the way, says, didn't the Flames just sign Sutter to an extension last season? He isn't going anywhere because CSEC is one of the cheapest ownership groups out there. He said it, not me. But nobody's talking about firing Daryl Sutter now because they're on a roll, and who never turned on them? This guy. We'll be right back. We're live on Game Plus Television YouTube. This is Atlanta's NHL show on your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Because it's a heave-ho, high Stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swabbing the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense. Made back and kicking it. Let's head back to the studio. Here's Rod. Welcome back, everybody. I'm smiling because stories are popping into my head left and right. And I know people love the old stories. Let's bring in the Moose, Darren Moose Dupont. We've got a we've got a lineup a lineup of text uh, for you, Moose. Questions for you, and we'll get to the okay. poll question in a moment because it pertains to the National Football League. But a couple of things here. Um, one. We were talking about Connor Bedard scoring 60 in the last path to do it in, is it in, within 50 games? Whatever it was, was Dale Durkach. I saw Rob Vanstone's tweet, but Nelson Hackowich, our VP of Sim Events, writes in and he says, Ronald Petrovic, scored 60 in 1998 for the Pats. Well, we learned that we have Perry Shockey uh, watching right now. He was our coach in 1998. He's watching in Lethbridge on TELUS. And I'll never forget, man. Because I used to be in all those meetings, uh, front of the bus, riding with the coaches, in the dressing room all the time. And I remember we got Ronald Petrovitsky from the Prince George Cougars. And on the line, they said, you're going to need to get him his own place, like not a billet. He's 20. And we said, we don't do that. No, he's got to go with a billet. No, no, you don't understand. He's married. What? Yes, he's married. He's 20 years old, playing for the Prince George Cougars, and he's married. Not that that's a huge problem, but it kind of was in 1998. So we didn't know that before we made the trade. And we were trying to make a run. So it's fairly rare that these things happen, you know. Uh, he was bringing his family loved that to guy. Regina. He's bringing his family. Yeah. And he was built, my God, I never forget. He had like uh, bowling balls in his shoulders. You just, oh, man, he could shoot. 
60. Remember that, Shocks? He was in the room. And this is part of why, because I'm getting it more and more. Do you, you know, go back and do play-by-play? Do you want to do that? Like that guy the other day, I was out for coffee. He goes, you still do that sports announcing? And I'm like, I, I just, I don't want to do the play-by-play because it's different because you don't hang around anymore. I talk to the guys, the broadcasters, the media, the coaches, yeah. the players. It's not like it used to be. You know? But I remember one time we were on the bus going from Kamloops to Prince George. I'm not going to say who our coach was, but I'm side-by-side with him. And he goes, you know, I think so much you. I'd like to set you up with my sister. Would you consider dating my sister? And I said, you got a picture of her? So he shows me. And I said, she looks like you. He goes, yep. I said, no thanks. <laughs> but that's a nice guy to say that. When you say? Right. He looked that she looks like him? <laughs> yeah, she looks just like you. I know. No thanks. Ah. <laughs> uh, so the poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. This is right down your alley, Moose. You've been watching the coverage. What's the likeliest to happen? A, Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the New York Jets. B, Tom Brady signs with the Miami Dolphins. And C, both happening or D, neither. And I should mention that uh, Stephen in North Dakota has texted in on the 902 line. He says, can option E be added to the poll question? Will the Atlantic schooners play? Before Tom Brady actually retires? That's funny. That's from Steven in North Dakota. Uh, what, what are you voting on that? How much of it are you following? Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, the most likely outcome out of all four. Um, I think it is. I think Tom Brady to the Dolphins. I mean, it's got a pulse, but I don't think there's a lot there. Didn't you see his post? He, uh, he's too busy to think about a comeback because he's now a cat dad as they've got a new kitten, Tom Brady does for his daughter. He's too busy, but I'll say Brady. Brady to the Jets, most likely. Um, I think that's going to happen. I voted neither. Uh, and I can't, look, 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 look. Again, my mind's going off in a million different places, but for once, they're all good. Um, I was driving this morning, coming home from the gym, listening to the radio, and again, it was Tua, and will he stay healthy, and how much money they're going to spend on the offensive line, and blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, oh, my God, you guys. Talk about the Panthers. They're on a winning streak. You know, like they don't, but they don't yeah. owe anybody anything. And, uh, and then the Miami Heat are in a playoff spot right now in the NBA, and I listen anyways, and I'm not one of those jabronis that would read you know, reach out to the host and tell them what to talk about. Can you imagine what a dork would do that? But you have to give people what they want. You know what I'm saying? You got to give them what they want. Oh, yeah. There's just... Absolutely. You got to play... You got to play the numbers game. And, yeah. oh, and actually, that's my point. Yeah, they were talking about Tua, but they were talking about on Miami Radio, sports radio today, would Tom Brady come for a bargain and just be a backup for Tua. Like, you didn't see this because you were in a meeting last hour, but Serena was on, and I, I, she didn't get the concept, and, and she's a female. They don't talk like us, Darren. But you know the concept of wearing a girl down? You know, just asking and asking. You know that? You and I have talked about that. Yes. 
Yes, and that's what the Dolphins are and their fans with Tom Brady. And she seemed completely, that, that concept seemed completely foreign to her. She's like, speaking from experience? I'm like, just about every guy does that. So I thought that we would yeah. have a great conversation about that. And she just it sounded, it sounded so, so foreign to her. I'm like, no, we wear you down until you finally agree to say yes. And I feel, hang on, I feel that's what the Dolphins are doing with Brady. And, but the thing is, when you get a little older and you look back, those aren't sustainable relationships. If you have to wait and catch her on a bad day to say yes, it's prob probably not going to last. And that's what I think it is with Brady. Yeah, go ahead. Well, if yeah, if you got to push somebody into it, it's, I brought up yesterday the, the example of the timeshare presentation, right? You go in there, I don't want this. I don't need this. And by the end, they've talked you into it, and you're like, okay, I guess I could get a timeshare. It does make sense. It seems practical. Okay, I'll do it. But you don't really want to. You're not really into it. You're not really excited about it. So eventually, if you get broken down to the point where you just say yes, what does that even mean? And no, Tom Brady is not going as a backup quarterback to mentor Tua. He can do that from his couch. He can show up to training camp as a special advisor or a guest coach. Forget about it. Well, Allie in Texas, Canada, she writes in this laughing, smiling emoji. She's like, oh, my God, Rod. Do girls not understand that's what we do? Or is it just me and my circle of friends? <laughs> How's it going with Sherry? Eh, she's turned me down like seven times, but maybe the eighth time she'll say yes. It's a very common thing amongst guys, or at least my circle. I, right? This is, this is not just a me thing, Darren. It's not. No, that's a normal thing. You keep asking. You keep going around. You keep offering you know, to take her for a dance or buy another drink or whatever, hold the door, whatever the thing is, you just keep asking, keep asking, keep asking until eventually you get a yes or you get a drink in the face. <laughs> right. We, we draw the line at parking in front of their house and looking in the window. Yes. No. I'm not saying that. No, not stalking. Total <laughs> difference there. Don't do that. Mm. But wearing her down. It's sales. That's what the Dolphins are doing with Tom Brady. And it's just, it's a little, it's a little annoying because I was getting angry yeah. driving down power line. Well, as angry as you could be with it being at that time, 28 Celsius, beautiful day, no top on the Jeep. Listening to this and I'm like, God, well, who cares? Tom Brady's not coming. I want to drive to the radio station. <laughs> you know, talk about the Panthers. Wake up. <clears throat> but no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, again, it's sales. Okay. Tonight's game, there are 11 in the National Hockey League, Moose. And I want you to point out the game of the night because your Leafs aren't playing. Islanders at Pittsburgh. Ooh, that's the battle of the seventh and eighth teams in the East Conference. Yeah. Every game means a lot. Devils, Devils at Washington. New York Rangers at Montreal, Canada, Original six games are always exciting. Vegas at Tampa Bay. Philly at Carolina. I don't know why I'm just so down on the Hurricanes. Do they have fans? I know one Hurricane fan. Nick Saragella. Dallas at Buffalo. 
we have fans of both teams, of those teams watching our show daily. Oilers at Boston. To me, that's the game of the night. San Jose at St. Louis. Two teams bound to miss the playoffs. That's what we call a friends and family game. Only the mm-hmm. friends and family of the players care. L.A. Kings at Colorado. That's a really big one. Nashville at Arizona. Another friends and family game. And then Ottawa at Seattle. Who is your, uh, who is your game there? There's two. I mean, in terms of the best game, it's probably Boston-Edmonton. Um, that's really uh, another huge test for the Bru- or for the Bru- both teams, for the Bruins, but more, more so for the Oilers. But in terms of entertainment value, I'm going Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Ooh. You know, you've got the 7th and 8th place team. You've got interest from teams around them. Florida's going to be watching that game quite closely. Um, yeah, it's, that's, that's a good one because one of those teams has to take a step forward and the other one is going to continue to battle for their playoff lives. They hate each other, too, by the way. That's Pittsburgh it. and the yeah. Islanders. Even their radio guy came on here, Josh Getzoff, and said as much. Uh, oh, I said there were messages for you. 902-518-3033 reaches is right here in the studio. Atlanta's NHL show. That's why Ryan O Radio is my spirit animal. He comes up with stuff like that. And I come up with stuff like that. That's why we're a good tandem together. Sean in Vancouver is watching on Game Plus. He said, is Moose watching the golf today? Does Deer, Va- Does Deer Valley have an island hole? Wait, wait, wait. Can I? Number two. You would call that an island hole, would you not, at Deer Valley? I, w- I wouldn't because it's, not, it's only got a little partial water on the sides but that would be as close as deer valley would get to an you island gotta hole. Stick it's kind it. of a you gotta stick it yeah i guess i see yeah. what you're saying but you're right you know you have to stick it because it's bushes in the back water all in the front and to the right sand trap to the left so really if you don't put it on the green and stick it as you said you're going to be in a lot of trouble so yeah it's it's pretty close in terms of the risk reward of an island green and i'll be watching a little bit later on today I'm glad that people understand that I won't be watching the golf. There's something about golf and golfers. They're just annoying. By the way, I went for lunch with my guy, Chris Samford, yesterday. You know, my buddy from Albany, who's been down here for four years. He was paying up on his bet that he lost on the Super Bowl. And we went for chicken sandwiches. And uh, he's a fisherman, too. And he hunts, too. Does all these things. All these guy things. And I'm like, "Um, I go fishing with you. That would be fun. He's like, you ever been deep, deep sea fishing? And I'm like, no, it's a bucket list thing in mind. He's like, I know a guy. I'm like, of course you know a guy. So we're going to this summer go deep, uh, deep sea fishing off the coast of the Atlantic. And hope now I'm hoping I don't jump in and get uh, have another panic attack. Uh, Marv, Marv is watching in Prince Albert, and I'm learning we're very big in Prince Albert. He's watching on television, Game Plus TV. He says, do not forget about the Preds. Four games in hand on the Flames and Jets. Two points behind the Flames and five behind the Jets. Six, three, and one in their last ten. Marv, you got to tell me why you're cheering for Nashville. I don't know any Nashville fans at all. You must have a relative on the team or something. But I saw them come here last week, and they manhandled the Panthers. It was, it was embarrassing for Florida. And I talked to an NHL scout the next day, and he's like, Nashville's got nobody. I'm like, I know. They traded away Granlin. They traded away Tanner Janot, And they played their backup goalie that night. 
Lankinen didn't even play uh, Soros. So, yeah, I'm personally forgetting about Nashville. And I would like the Flames to get in for obvious reasons, but I just don't see them. The only reason they're still fighting is they want to jam it where the sun don't shine for being sellers, right? The current players. Yeah. Anyways, Moose, we'll see you back for overtime. What do you say? See you then. Football fans rejoice. The great Reed Johnson from the Mark cast. You know him. You love him. Joins us next from Seattle. It is the RP Show, and we are live on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube, iHeartRadio, and your southern home of sports and talk, 99.1 FM WQE. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Oh, yeah. He's back. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the RP Show. You uh, people, you people who have written in, taken umbrage with my comments about golfers being annoying, hang on. I'll address that next segment, but I don't want to waste any time. I got to get right to our guy, Reed Johnson. I love this guy from Seattle, the host of the Mark Cast, and I'm going to read your Twitter bio so I have it right. America's premier CFL podcast. And oh, I had it and it's gone. Do you want to say America's premier C- CFL podcast, XFL, USFL, anything non NFL? Correct, Reed? Anything non NFL, yes. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on. And I appreciate the time. And you must be loving this start. I would think, to the opening three weeks of the XFL season. Am I right by saying that? It's good. It's exciting. We're here. I, I'm in a different spot now. I, I cried in 2020 as a fan when I, when I went to the kickoff game in D.C. <laughs> a little different now, I think, as you know, when you know how the sausage is made and you kind of see from the other side. So it's, it's good. We're here. I don't think it's overwhelming. I have a tweet here from The Rock we can read in the moment. I thought it was kind of interesting that he put out last night talking about kind of their expectations and numbers, but uh, we're existing right now. We're doing all right. Well, uh, and a lot of the football fans were waiting to, for you to come on. They've got a lot of questions and they regard, they're regarding, listen, the attendance is up. The quality of play has gotten better, I think, from weeks one to three. That's a fact, right? It is. And, you know, it's it takes time. It's it's a five-week training camp. The first week is just kind of getting the books underway. So here we're approaching week four. The games have been competitive. We've seen a lot of the unique rules, right? We've seen the fourth and 15. Uh, you kind of can do an onside kick. We've seen teams go for three. We've seen all the things that kind of make the exit felt. We're just, it's, I think... I think management thought they could just flip back on the switch here in 2023. You know, Danny, The Rock, everybody mm-hmm. else... It's it's taken a little bit of time to get everybody back uh, back on board. What's the tweet from the Rock? You have me intrigued. Well, I thought this was interesting last night. So they tripled the NFL Combine viewership, right? It was two hundred thousand, I think, and that airs on NFL Network, so it's not really the same. But the FX game, which most of the XFL games right now are on cable, so comparing twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty three isn't totally accurate when the games were on ABC and Fox. But The Rock had the tweet last night. He said, 
We're the underdogs, but we're playing quality football and our numbers are far from massive. By step-by-step, we're going and creating opportunities for the players, building for the long haul. Thank you, everyone, and enjoy the games. I just thought that was interesting. You know, we're the underdogs. Our numbers are far from massive. I mean, this is the rock. You know, Terramana, one of the highest selling liquors right now. We got Zoa, we've got Blackout, all these. I just thought that was kind of an interesting human moment. I really appreciated that tweet. And, you know, I do feel like we're all in this together. I think the XFL, to me, feels a little bit more like the CFL. We need to embrace the communities. We need to do local kind of uh, crowdsourcing that way. Unlike the NFL, where you can just, hey, we're, we're putting it on, watch it if you want to watch it. Well, you've been to Grey Cups. You are, dare I say, a CFL guy. You must take umbrage with what they're saying about the XFL because my guys are CFL guys for the most part, and they're trashing it. They're saying the league's about to be broke. You saw Sean Lemon say, I don't take it seriously. Do you get personally offended by that? Yeah, I got mad at Sean about that. You know, Sean's going to be playing for the BC Lions. I call them America's CFL team. Like, I don't understand this, like... Like in, in three down, they'll do it too. And you get, you know, a rush in there. And I have my sign here. I don't think it, I think it cuts off here on the thing. But like, we're all kind of in this together. The, the CFL, XFL, USFL, like, unless you are the NFL and this like Sean Lemon, why don't, you know, I don't take any of these other leagues seriously. Well, spoiler alert, you know, McCaw Bethel Thompson took the USFL very seriously. Quarterback just won the Grey Cup in your league, you know, the premier, uh, you know, championship game. Decided to go. We have other guys, Darnell Sankey, going to the XFL, you know, excelling there. Like, uh, you're going to see this continue. USFL is approaching year two here. XFL, you know, they're signing partnerships for three to five years from now with a lot of their sponsors. Like, these things are going to be around, and it's it's not going to erode talent tomorrow. You know, we had Farhan Lalji on the show last week. I know he's friends here. It's not going to erode talent tomorrow, but it is going to delay the starting point of these guys wanting to go up to Canada when I could go play in Memphis in the USFL and make just about the same entry level, when I could go live in Arlington, uh, you know, travel, pay, you know, live in the States and, and get paid just about the same, you're going to see it. You know, it's, it's getting there. It's getting there. Uh, yeah, well, I'm reading the comments here. Nelson, our VP of SEM events, who is an XFL fan, says it's a bit of a stretch comparing real football versus the underwear Olympics. It is, but they're both broadcast entities on the weekend. I get why we would make that comparison. Obviously, you Oh, do. I, yeah, I don't, I don't think it was a great comparison at all. I mean, I said the same thing. I, you know, it's on the NFL network. I, yes, I thought, I think at some point we're reaching here trying to find comparisons, right? Uh, you know, <laughs> Rock wanting to show, you know, they, they're getting good cable viewership right now. They're on ESPN2. They're doubling what's normally on ESPN2. Uh, FX, I think it was like 665,000 viewers. Uh, tremendous, I believe, viewership for a cable network that's not normally known for sports. So we're seeing that we're not seeing the big uh, you know, network games right now. They are flexing some. We've seen already as early as next week them moving some of the games off of ESPN to ABC or off of FX to ESPN. So uh, from what we can tell and what Mike Mitchell, our XFL insider, can tell, uh, management is happy with the ratings because they would not be flexing the games to larger networks if they weren't.
Lots of comments come in. Ted and Redyear says, I've got plenty of time for Reed. He's like me. Just give us more football. That's the main thing. From JT, he says, the XFL is trending upward in small increments. This league will gain traction eventually. From Jeff in Calgary, says, I don't think McLeod Bethel Thompson was in love with Canada. Actually, Jeff, he was. He was not in love with the toxic nature of the CFL. And not everybody in the CFL is toxic, but there's a lot of toxicity in the CFL. And he was over it. And there's problems in the CFL that people will not acknowledge. And I would suggest, Jeff, the Stamps fan, you're one of those people that won't acknowledge them. Do you have a thought on that before I read more? Read? Uh, no, I think to me it was good. The McLeod signing was good. Obviously, USFL is not paying him what he would have made to stay with the Argos. But he had a unique you know, family situation. I saw his interview on your show last week. Gives me beard envy, McLeod. I wish only I could get that. Bingo. But uh but I know like that, but it puts USFL in that conversation, which I think is good, right? XFL getting some of these guys, whatever the circumstances are these first couple of years, getting all of these leagues in the same conversation of player transactions, I think is only good for any of the leagues, in my opinion. Uh, Michael Payne says, we want more read on this show. Clark, let's make it happen because I'm a Reed <laughs> fan and Reed knows that. Colin in Ottawa says, why did the XFL go to Las Vegas exactly? Cashman Field looked horrible two weeks ago. Yeah, Cashman Field, that is the one bad spot right now. We're talking attendance going up. St. Louis this weekend, they're expecting 32,000 plus uh, in St. Louis for that game. San Antonio had about 24,000 for their kickoff week one. Vegas is a black mark. We've talked about it on the show for a year. Uh, Jerry Cardinal and, and Redbird wanted to be in Vegas with the gambling and kind of everything else. Couldn't play at Allegiant, couldn't play anywhere, Sam Boyd, all that. We're stuck at a minor league soccer baseball stadium right now. It's not a great look. When you say they got, and I got friends, obviously, in Vegas, it seemed like those teams were playing hardball, those stadiums, like they froze them out. They weren't real it nice to feel the that XFL. Why? Yeah, so I love the fact that you can answer any XFL question. It's great. What's the marquee game in week four in your mind? I think the St. Louis, I think going in there, they've opened up. I've heard that they might even open up the 400 level. They were, you know, uh, at capacity with what they were selling back in 2020 when the league went away. Like I said, they're, they're expecting 32,000 plus there, you know, for the NFL scorn, you know, St. Louis football market. I think it's going to be hot. Uh, St. Louis lost last week. They're coming off of, you know, a bounce back there. But I, I think to me, that is the biggest game. Love it. Well, this is going way too fast um darren says it's really funny darren in utah there is no animosity from the u.s alternate football leagues towards the cfl no not at all do you just see it as a competition thing or why is that the shots fired type deal from canada to the xfl yeah, the more I hear, and you know, I think it was uh, Michael Ball had on Glenn Suter this week, and they're like, uh, please tell me about how the XFL isn't concerning to the CFL. I'm like, having to talk about it and preface it that way tells me everything I need to know about how you guys feel right now. Like, uh, these guys don't know anything about the XFL at that point. I wouldn't pretend to even know a fraction of the knowledge that they have about the CFL. That's why I bring on smart people to talk about the CFL. Uh, that's why I bring on smart people to talk about the USFL or the XFL. But, uh, you know, talking to other Canadian uh, 
other Canadian coaches and CFL officials uh, talking about why, why is the CFL so great to people that work in the league? Uh, that doesn't help anything. I think we need to expand our knowledge here. And I think we need to kind of uh, embrace and kind of realize that this is all part of the same pie now. We're all part of the same. We're all at the dinner table together. You just nailed it. It's, it's classic insecurity. And I don't know how you get over that. Um, Jenna, whom you know in Southern California, says XFL for 100 years. Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says don't knock your own beard, Reed. Us bearded brothers need to stick together. Reed, let's do it again soon. Got to run. Enjoy the ball, man. Appreciate you. Thank you. I just uh, shout out the Kraken. I just wanted to make sure we get a little Kraken on, yeah. on the show. Would never tell you what to talk about on the show. Just want you to realize Seattle has a competitive I get NHL it. franchise yeah. here. Third in the Pacific. Just beat the Avs. We beat the Bruins at home. I mean, just, just throwing it out there. I respect your love of the Kraken. I know it's hard to keep up with who I'm rooting for on a daily basis, but today it's Florida. Thank you, That's Reed. Okay. Appreciate I, you. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Reed Johnson from the Markcast. We'll be right back with Overtime and the Moose. And all of your comments should be spicy. It's the RP Show on Game Plus Television, YouTube, and your southern home of sports and talk, WQEE, the key. Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Cause it's a heave ho, hi oh, stealing wheat and barley, such a young man's game. Hey, there's an easier way to plunder. Playnow.com, Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. How do we score such a bounty? With slot games, table games, and sports betting. Winning such a treasure, there'd be no more swab in the deck. Visit Playnow.com to sign up today. Play with confidence, plus profits stay in Saskatchewan. Must be 19 plus to play. Use your game sense you got something to say you want to add to the show what are you waiting for don't just sit there say something now back to the studio with rod well this is great <clears throat> okay overtime is brought to you as you know by the four season sports palace your home for the national hockey league and the ufc Darren Moose Dupont is here. And uh, Moose, I'm just going to read some what's turned out to be angry texts, if you don't mind. <laughs> Larry Sweet, <laughs> he's watching, actually listening in North, Bur uh, North Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. He says, Rod, what's your problem with the Hurricanes? The outside game was impressive. Great crowd, very good team, good coach, and winning games. No, 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 no. I don't have a problem with the Hurricanes. I, again, I just don't like or love the Carolina Hurricanes. I have no reason to. But I get they're the Carolinas team and all you guys down that East Central Coast. I, I get it. And they're the second best team in the NHL. They're just not my team. Never spent two seconds cheering for them. Chris, inter uh, Chris writes in, he says, I'm listening on WQEE from King City, Ontario. Lots of chirp from CFL fans about XFL TV ratings. What are Reed's thoughts on attendance and ratings for the XFL? Well, Reed's obviously gone now, but I think he answered that question. And Sean in Vancouver says, uh, BC Lions, America's CFL team. Reed's playing with fire there. Why is everybody, Darren, can you explain this to me? It's their feathers <laughs> ruffled so much. When anybody says any little thing about the CFL, what is it? Please tell me, because I'm, I'm over it. I am so 
that's just, you know, leagues and teams, they get defensive, man. They get defensive, uh-huh. you know. Especially, you know, when you say the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. But on my team, and I'm in America, but on my team, you know, so-and-so is Canada's team or the, the BC Lions. Hey, wait a second. I'm in America, and I don't cheer for the BC Lions. Again, we're not talking about you. We're talking about everybody, the majority. We're talking about a brand. We're just, you know, everything wants to be so specific, you know, and it's just kind of funny. Ah, no, I'm just saying rhetorical question. So they get so triggered. Allie in Texarkana says angry texts and tweets are so funny. LOL, aren't they? Oh. Um, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, Calgary's looking forward to RP's arrival this weekend. Let's get Rod white-hatted. That is the goal for 2023 <laughs> to get the host of this show giving the, given the, the vaunted white cowboy hat. It's the highest honor that the city of Calgary can bestow upon someone. And I would suggest after the amount of ass-kissing I've done in the last year, I deserve to be white-hatted by the city of Calgary. <laughs> if How anybody's earned it and put in the work, oh. right, it would be you. Chap <laughs> lips here. Um, from BW in Edmonton says, I got another podcast to listen to. Great XFL chat. That's another thing. And maybe it's not necessarily a CFL thing. It might be a Canadian thing. But nobody wants to. Whoops, nobody wants to work together. And, but Reed did. You know, when, when the 2020 CFL season got wiped out and the XFL got wiped out as a league, that's where he and I met. You know, you know that. He had me on yeah. his podcast. I brought him on our show. And then we met at the Grey Cup, and he's a great guy. Met his wife. And uh, it's fun working together. I met all these great XFL guys. The only problem is, as you probably know, because you see the messages, I'm getting invited to go to all these games and everything, and I, I can't be everywhere. I'm certainly trying, but it's you can stay in your own little silo or get out an experience and work together. I, do, I don't understand why people don't want to do it. Um, Allie says, pictures or it didn't happen. Got to see Rod in a cowboy hat. Well, I have one, and those suckers are expensive. Remember, I, Allie must not have been watching last summer. Calgary Stampede. I know it's expensive oh, to pretend to be a cowboy. Well, it's expensive to be a cowboy and pretend to be a cowboy. Last minute of play in hour one. Uh, Jeff in the Stamps fan says, CFL fans get tired because we spend our lives listening to how bad the CFL is, both on and off the field, yet it survives. But I don't, I don't listen to it. I know the CFL is great. Darren, you know the CFL is great. We love it. Yeah. Love it. But I would not characterize us as toxic CFL people. We're going to Calgary. We got coaches lining up to come on next week. Um, I don't care. I think and they're never going to block it out. How many times have I told them to try? And they don't. Ryan O'Radio says, another great RP show, Atlanta's NHL show. Oh. See? See? They get it. If somebody wanted to say Canada's CFL show, we'd probably take it, but nobody wants to. Most have a great day. See you tomorrow. Later. Who has more fun than us? (laughs) Hot take. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.